most moving line to me, the best line that I heard from Biden uh, was uh, when he was talking about true international pressure. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, I'm it's, it's when you hear a, like a, a, like when someone makes a point that is so just poignant, right? That is on the nose like that. You're like, wow, I really am behind you on that. But then unfortunately after that comment, he turned around and, and did call MAGA the enemy of uh, democracy. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host in the original Uncloseted Conservative. Guys, thanks for joining us. However, you're watching, listening, podcast, radio, live stream. Thanks for being here. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Uh, if you are subscribed, double check. They like to unsubscribe you. And they're definitely not going to show the show to your friends. You got to do it yourself. It's the share button. Sharing is caring. My friends, guys, the show is presented by Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack. Okay, so your immune system is clean, it's strong, it's resilient, it's resistant, it's all of those things, but it can also be weakened by over 300 different immunodeficiency disorders, poor diet, lack of sleep, and adverse reactions to all sorts of vaccines. Not going to call any out, but you can connect the dots there. Z-Stack offers a range of supplements to support your immune system, whether you're a child, a young adult, or one of our more experienced listeners. Guys, Dr. Z sourced clean and healthy ingredients to bring you some of the best supplements available, essentials like zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin D, basically anything that the Biden administration doesn't want you to have. Dr. Z's got it. Uh, the vitamins are kosher, they're GMP certified, and they're made right here in the USA. None of that Chinese nonsense from overseas. Go to thejoemobilyshow.com slash ZStack. Use promo code Mobley at checkout for the very best savings. Protect and promote your immune system's health today. Go to thejoemobilyshow.com slash ZStack. Promo code Mobley at checkout. Guys, today's guest is awesome. He's a U.S. Army veteran. He's an entrepreneur and an outspoken activist. Four wars, six deployments, special operations and intelligence community. Currently the CEO of Remote Health Solutions, the one and only Adam Hartage. Remote Health Solutions, you can find it at rhsusa.com. Links are also below. You can just go right underneath our talking heads. Uh, we're talking DOJ, you know, the Department of Injustice and Merrick Garland, FBI, uh, maybe some intelligence apparatus will come up. And of course, we have the one and only Casey Gates as well. So this is literally two soldiers and a sailor walking to a bar. Anything could happen. All that more, and it all starts right now. Gents, what is up? <laughs> hey, Joe. Hi, Adam. How's it going? Hey, Casey. Hey, Joe. How you guys doing? Doing good over here. 
Two, uh, two ground pounders and a squid, I believe, is what you were trying to say earlier, Joe. Ground pounders. I was in the <laughs> band. Hardly, hardly pounded ground. You know, I also spent some time in the Air Force, too. I went from the Air Force to the Army, which actually, as it turns out, are two very different organizations. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I was very surprised when I showed up to, like, Special Forces training, and I was like, wait a second. It's it's like five o'clock. Aren't we finished for the day? And they're like, Yeah, you're not finished for the day. And I was like, well, When's hot chow? And where's my cable TV? I was like, if you can believe this, the army had the audacity to make me sleep outside more than one night. I, well, I know it. Don't I know it? Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like three hots in the cop. That's better than the army. <laughs> I think they're going to heat the food for you. It doesn't need to be hot for you to eat it. Interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know what that's like. Yeah. yeah. Like now, the MRE is the same. Casey, did you have the uh, Five Fingers of Death? No. You guys, you guys have that MRE? It's like breakfast sausage. It's like these nasty little, I mean, you could call it meat. It probably isn't meat. Uh, but, uh, yeah, goodness. The MREs, they used to make one that was like a McRib, like a Mickey D's McRib. Oh, that was horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> I like that one. I like that. What's, what's your favorite MRE? My, oh, mine is Chili Mac. 100%. Oh, Chili Mac. Yeah. Uh, Chili Mac. Like I, I, I cut a brother over that, like for sure. Anyway, like, <laughs> like, so, so, like what, what's funny is, so the MRE trade, like the barter system in MRE is like, like after, you know, after like they all get divvied out and stuff, it's like, what'd you get, bro? And it's like, no, man, I have an omelet. And everybody's like, mm. <laughs> and then the poor guy with the omelet's like, hey, man, you want to trade for an omelet? Like, I'll give you everything I have for like some peaches or something. <laughs> I got an omelet plus 20 yeah. bucks. <laughs> yeah, and, and everybody's like, no deal. No deal. <laughs> yeah, everyone's yeah, like, get out of here. I'll that with some MMs with peanut. Oh, peanut. Oh, peanut, we got a deal. So it's so funny, man. That literally is like an alternate economy right there amongst the military, especially if you oh, got like, a great environment. And then that's that's some of the some of the best memories right there, man, honestly. Hundred percent. Yeah. So before we dive into the interview, uh you gotta tell us about remote remote health solutions. Gosh, I'm talking like Joe Biden here. Ah uh, <laughs> a true international pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I'm just pulling up the chats here. William Tell, we see you, man. Dr. Z was indeed a fighter to the end. I uh, couldn't agree more. I got Thanks for being interview. here, brother. I got to interview Dr. Zelenko. And with Dr. Oh, Drew. Man. Yeah, I got to Jealous. meet the man, the myth, the legend. That's why I keep saying Dr. Z lives on in me. <laughs> you guys yeah. know that I'm like half retarded, right? Like not in an Alex Jones way. Yeah, yeah. You were in the army. I get it. <laughs> trying to figure this out. Oh, there we go. There the Marine Corps we wouldn't go. take it. <laughs> the Marine Corps wouldn't take me because I did not even darken their doorstep. Now, uh, funnily enough, I actually, and this is in my like two truths and a lie, uh, totally true. I actually enlisted in the United States Air Force. Uh, Tech Sergeant Bozeman in Springfield, New Jersey, uh, did my DD four pack. And I was dropping out. Of, I went to uh, undergrad at Liberty. I was wearing a Liberty shirt earlier. Uh, I thought I was still wearing it. 
Uh, anyway, uh, I was going to drop out of school and just go do the Air Force thing. Uh, so I literally, I'm like back in Lynchburg, closing down, you know, closing up shop, getting ready to go spend some time with the family in Jersey and then head off to boot. And uh, I get encountered by First Sergeant Fred Lewis. He was in the Army. Um, he was the Army National Guard uh, company commander at the time because this unit didn't have a commander. Um, and he basically goaded me into Army. And I was like, look, you know, I didn't know to call him First Sergeant. So I, I'm like, look, Fred, uh, you don't understand. I already enlisted. He said, well, he's asked me about it. He said, all right, they took you to maps. Great, great, great. He said, uh, you, you swore in. You swore in once. He said, did they make you swear in again? I said, no. He said, that one doesn't count. <laughs> Goes to Tech Sergeant Bozeman, takes the DD-4 pack, and literally is like, you know, like, what are you going to do? Hey, thanks for filling out the paperwork. We're going to take him to the Army now. And I, he takes me to Fort Lee and uh, Petersburg, Virginia. I go to MEPS again. I've, I've gotten to MEPS like four or five times because I was in the Guard and then active then Guard, and then I went active for six years. Oh, man, I, I've done so many duck walks with all my dangling bits hanging out in front of so many different doctors. It's, it's just a really interesting time. But anyway, that brings us to, speaking anyway. of dangly bits, that brings us to Remote Health Solutions. Man, tell us about... Uh, tell us about this company and uh, standing up against medical tyranny. Well, the most important thing is we're in Virginia, so we're just uh, we're we're outside of Richmond and we're in Midlothian, so uh, just down the road from Fort Lee. Um, so the, the, our thing is we've been Model Solutions been around for about five years. Uh, we started as um, a telemedicine technology company because we had some access to some cool. Um, hardware and technology that the military liked, uh, especially for like a medic in the field to try and talk back 10,000 miles away to a doctor in the rear, let's say. Um, but then COVID happened and things started to get really stupid with, um, you know, the government and uh, bureaucratic overreach and all kinds of nonsensical lockdowns and mandates and everything like that. And we, we basically changed everything that we do here in the company. We said, well, um, we don't like the fact that, that, that people are being refused treatment. We don't like the fact that they're being forced to wear masks, that they're being forced to lock down, that, that hospital workers are getting fired. And so we're going to fix it. So we started what amounts to nothing less than the medical economy 2.0, or uh, as I call it, Noah's Ark for medicine. So that's us in a nutshell. And now we see patients, um, you know, almost 24-7 around the states uh, for a variety of issues that they need. We basically uh, conduct virtual primary care. Um, and people come and see us for 99 bucks a month. Uh, they get unlimited access, and it's cash-based only. We don't do insurance. So if you got people out there, um, for example, that don't trust the medical industrial complex as well they shouldn't, uh, if, uh, you know, if they're just tired of, of being... Uh, basically bullied by you know, by their practitioner, then they should come talk to us. So well, that's it. That's what we do these days. Personally, I don't know what you're talking about. I trust doctors like emphatically. I mean, you know, they're Saint Fauci, you know, Saint Fauci full of grace and do your Hail Marys for that. But I mean, seriously, the only doctors I trust anymore are like chiropractors and nutritionists, maybe. If they've got the food pyramid up in their office, I'm out. I'm just like, oh, government indoctrination brought to you by Kellogg, brought to you by Pfizer. No, no, I, I 
Yeah, we we just need to throw the whole lot out. Well, just, I like mean, start over. Look what look what just happened in California with AB twenty ninety eight. Drew's freaking out about this. Um, the fact that you know if if a patient turns around and complains to the government in California about you your conversation between you and your doctor, the doctor's license can actually get pulled. So now Drew's freaking out going, oh my God. So every time you know a, a patient gets pissed off at me, I, I'm gonna have to hire an attorney and all this other stuff in order to be able to you know convince the you know the government of the of California that I'm you know working with my patient for my patient's you know best interests I rather than interest. Drew, by the way. I'm sorry. Uh, I've got a simple solution for Drew, by the way. Uh, one of two options. Either one, move out of California. Um <laughs> It's kind of the it's kind of obvious way right there. Um, yeah. I mean, because you know everything's done by Zoom these days anyway. So it's like you can still run a show, you can still do whatever. The second thing that I would say is get licensed in multiple states. So for example, we have doctors that I mean the 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 highest number I've seen is all 50 states. Uh, doctors who are licensed in all 50 states. And then if you think about that, at first it's kind of like, well, why would you do that? Well, it provides unlimited flexibility and so much power. Now, it's, I wouldn't recommend that everybody do that. However, I will say that if you are licensed in a half dozen or so states and you're a medical provider, then what that does is it gives you the freedom, especially in uh, under the way that laws are written today, gives you the freedom to practice medicine from basically anywhere in the world in uh, all the states that you're licensed in. So, Because it doesn't matter where the doctor is located. It matters where the doctor is licensed and where the patient is located. So there you go. Anyway, pro tip. Super not interesting to your listeners, but there you go. That's there you go. There you go. Well, well, it, well he, he lives in New York as well. So I it really it really is though, because people are having to, you know, they said build your own and and you well, you know, parlor happened and that whole thing was so they they say build your own and we don't want a parallel economy. They are forcing us to create a parallel economy. And that's with healthcare, with what you've got going on, uh, Dr. Gold. Uh, that's with lawsuits for a stand your ground type lawsuits, not force on force, but stand your ground like privacy, First Amendment, Second Amendment, Bill of Rights type things. Mike Liddell's got some $30 million tied up in. Um, but that also includes hunting out doctors. Like we, I, I, my doctor's office is like an hour away. And and I live in the DC metro. There's like a you could throw a rock and hit a doctor. There's one every three or four minutes. You walk or drive, um, but to find one that's not trying to poke you in the butt with vaccines and is not trying to like, you know, uh, vaccinate your kids for with monkeypox vaccine and smear all this crap all over your everywhere. You really have to be selective, and people are starting to have to come out of the closet, out of the conservative closet, not the other closet. Uh, I was just going to say, because I've got so many DuPont Circle jokes right now, right, right now. Right <laughs> in my head. Oh, just, man. There you go. Let's do this. So, yeah. you know, That's the how way, we get booted from YouTube. And, and, uh, monkeypox might very well be um, like just a, a side effect of that. If, if you're getting poked in the butt by your doctor. I'm just stating. I mean, I'm I'm not a medical professional, by the way. That's neither medical advice, guidance. <laughs> well, I, I hear I hear from certain people on certain platforms that uh, you know backstage talk that uh, yeah uh, shingles uh -oh. 
Are we going to have locker room talk here? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're getting into locker room talk. Yeah, but yeah, shingles are also uh, coming back for some reason. We don't know why over the last two years. You know, it's, I, I got to tell you, I, it's times like these that I really love, like the Hodge twins, Matt Walsh, uh, and then who's the third I'm thinking of right now. Uh, so, um, uh, um, louder with Crowder. Thank you. Um, and how, like, I love Matt Walsh because he just asks questions. That's all he does, you know. It, it, but they're ridiculous questions, right? I mean, it's like so obvious that you're being trolled, but it's a real question. You've got to answer, you know. It's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, and then Hodge Springs was funny. And then, um, like, uh, dude, the, the, when Crowder comes out and he's like, um, so you're ridiculous, you know, in essence. Because what we're seeing, we live in a... In a in a theatrical world of silliness right now. Um, it doesn't matter. I, I think it's like this peak volume of everyone trying to get attention. So it's like, you think you're crazy. I'm going to be way crazier than I can out crazy. You're crazy, yeah. which does not really appeal to me a lot. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that, but I am a big fan of is like holding, holding leadership to account. You know, they were put there for a reason. It's not just to uh, sell the nation down the train and take this uh, country on a joyride to the toilet. So, <sighs> Whoa, accountability and responsibility. What's that like? <laughs> Sometimes I think about switching over to the left just to operate with impunity. You know, maybe I want to stop paying taxes. I, I think if I was a prominent Democrat, it'd be fine. Well, I'm super woke, so it's okay. So, like I said, <laughs> it's kind of like what was that movie we were talking about like with all due respect it was like just because you say with all due respect does not mean you can say it that was an anchor man. Oh man. I know I know the exact moment. I just can't think of the movie. Yeah, that's gnarly. Uh so definitely lots of things to talk about. Um just because it kind of ties in. Epic Times did an article on you and this kind of ties in with that. And you hadn't heard it yet. Uh so let's let's blast it up there for for people who haven't seen. So, uh, Washington Post reported this. The Pentagon opened sweeping review of clandestine psychological operations, uh, which is basically the United States military, the Department of Defense got their hand slapped for conducting PSYOPs, which is funny. It's something that we've been saying. Conducting PSYOPs pointed at American citizens. The complaints about the U.S. military's influence operations using Facebook and Twitter have raised concerns in the White House Oh man, someone's got like a case. Is that you? One, one, two, one, two. No, someone's got like a like a oh garden. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, da, da, da. So basically, <laughs> DoD got caught doing psyops via social media on the American public. Um, interesting. You can kind of guess that they're just pointing these, you know, psyops. And anyone who doesn't know about psyops, read the Gorilla Factory. Read, read any of these books that go into unconventional warfare. Talk to a Green Beret about what their actual capabilities are. Talk to a uh, the MOS just popped out of my head. 
um, what is it, uh, 35 series, maybe Fox or Hotel or something. Talk to some of those human guys. Yeah, exactly. About building rapport and how they can get in and mess your mind up, get you to believe all kinds of stuff. Going back to Vietnam, they they got them to believe that there were ghosts in the forest, telling them to throw down their weapons and run or their souls would be cast into the freaking abyss. Uh, But the thing about it that gets me is Twitter and Facebook were going back and forth. Really, Facebook was going back and forth with the White House and with... uh, uh, the Pentagon for a very long time about this. They knew about it apparently like six months before the 2020 election. And the quote that just lets you know like what it is uh, is right down here. Uh, guy with the crazy name at Facebook spoke to the director of the Global Threat Dispute, which is like this this. Uh, Pentagon office that got cleared to do this nonsense, da-da-da-da-da, director of special operations, low-intensity conflict. So this isn't boots on the ground. These are the keyboard ninjas, uh, which oversaw influenced operations policy, warning him if Facebook could sniff them out, then so could American adversaries. But his point was, you guys got caught. That's what the problem is. If they hadn't been caught, if Facebook, someone at Facebook noticed this and they rang the alarm bell and they're like, hey, we need to close down these accounts, dozens of prominent accounts spreading all kinds of information and nonsense uh, about elections, about politicians, about all kinds of stuff. And of course, about Donald Trump, obviously, uh, about Russia, about China. Turns out it was the United States military doing this, this misinformation. And the reason that I bring that up is because of exactly what the Epic Times article um, about you are saying that you're seeing this coordinated weaponization of federal agencies to destroy MAGA, and we've we, you know we've got freaking Biden out here, uh, you know, pumping his chest and pounding his fist and saying that we need to. He basically said everything short of we need to do away with conservative Americans. You know, I, my, the, the most moving line to me, the best line that I heard from Biden uh, was uh, when he was talking about true international pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, it's, it's when you hear a, like a, a, like when someone makes a point that is so just poignant, right, that is on the nose like that, you're like, wow, I really am behind you on that. But then, unfortunately, after that comment, he turned around and and did call MAGA the enemy of uh, democracy, which I was kind of confused about because I thought our country was a constitutional republic. But okay, I like I let that one go too. That's, and so that's I, fake news. I'm, well, he's the president, <laughs> and so I mean, and he did get eighty-one million votes. So he's the president. He got eighty-one million votes. Um, I need to show some deference. Um, Clearly, we are a democracy, and we do need true international order pressure. So, but those things, I mean, I think MAGA probably, um, I think I've made my point very well because we do the work when we work together to work and, and do the work as a community when doing work together as a community. A community and then the work is a group done. of and people that we do. <laughs> I interviewed okay. Elsa like, Kurt. When did you just call it like, like, like at some point it's just like, like I just got to throw the flag. I'm like, no, 
this is no. It's not even like this. This is theater. This no. It's all well, panic porn. <laughs> oh, speaking of panic porn, I actually got the dates wrong. It wasn't six months before the election. It was six months before COVID is when mm. DOD got the green light to do this because Congress passed some ridiculous uh, policy at the end of 2019. Well, you know, it's the funniest part about this whole thing, though, too, because I guarantee you, like, this this is the kind of thing that will make, like, the um, the the conspiracy circles and the, the, the Q movement and everything else go crazy. Like, because it's like military is doing psyops on Americans and stuff. And I'm like, okay, like, l- listen, guys, here's the reality. The reality is there's like a 19 year old kid that like is probably pretty nerdy and just ended up in the MI career field because he like kind of got through basic training and then he's an analyst. And now they're going to be like, we want you to come up with some cutting edge, like, uh, like online 150 character material. And he's like, Magus sucks. And you're like, sweet. That's, that is the, the level of nuanced messaging that we're really looking for. So forgive me, but I'm cynical on the whole thing because I lived it too. You know, it's like with the, uh, like being in the MI world, you, you're kind of like, really? This is, this, this is the, this is tier one stuff right here, huh? The, the peak, the tip of the spear. And I tell people all the time, uh, I say this word, and the audience always says that they don't know what I'm talking about. So I'll put it on the screen. It's called elicitation. Oh. Okay. It's people hacking. It's very low tech. You don't need to be agency and NSA, and Ed Snowden doesn't need to be there. This is this is basically uh, Fang Fang Bang Bang and Eric Swalwell, yeah. like what it do type of head nod stuff. Uh, but that's all it takes. Is it eagle eye? No. Is it tracking the movements of every person on that? No, no one's doing that. No one is interested in doing that. Uh, but I'll tell you this though: I'm not a prepper, but I'm like prepper light. I'm I'm so uncomfortable that I can see my neighbors' houses, and they're like in this bougie neighborhood. There are probably like three conservatives, and I just don't like those odds of like. See, I'm, you not, know? I'm, I'm not a prepper because I just stopped prepping and now I'm just prepared. So, it's, yeah, there's yeah, there's there's no prepping when you're already I prepared. Saw, I, saw, I saw one of my neighbors <laughs> last year from probably I don't know. He's probably like a quarter mile away, and we looked at each other. That happened. <laughs> one time last year, maybe. <laughs> he might have died six months ago. Adam doesn't know. It could have just been like a deer. I'm not really sure. So it was either, it was either my neighbor or a deer. So it's, uh, <laughs> um, actually, um, I did want to ask Adam um, about uh, with your company and, and telehealth, um, having, you know, a, 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 I know Drew fairly well. Well, you know, Drew and I have actually, Dr. Drew and I have actually gone back and forth a little bit on telemedicine, especially with therapy, for instance. Um, uh, and he was like, you know, I'm, not, you know, during COVID, we need to have medicine no matter what. Everybody's locked down, all this other stuff. So I'm definitely down for that. However, 
I, as a doctor, prefer to have an, uh, the patient actually in the office with me sitting in front of me because he's looking for things like micro movements and stuff like that. Um, and then that was right at the beginning of COVID. Two years later, it seems like he's kind of coming around uh, where he's like, okay, you know, um, well, my therapist, I see a therapist two times a week via telehealth. And uh, one of the things that she talks about on the counter is I can see your environment. I know where you're coming from. I can see your house when you're when you're doing the, the telehealth thing. I can actually see, you know, what's going on when you're in the office. I can't see that side of your life. I don't know. Yeah, my, well, I mean, I guess my thoughts on it would be, and again, I'm not a medical professional. <clears throat> I, I, I'm typically the, uh, the business guy. You know, I follow the money and make sure that everybody's happy and everything else. But I will say that a lot of uh, a lot of physicians uh, were hesitant to embrace technology for medicine, whether it's even remote viewing of uh, vital signs and diagnostics. Like, so for example. We can have a patient in Afghanistan that is, um, let's even say, like a you know a, a, an amputee who is on, like literally streaming live vital signs, like a like a twelve lead EKG, so they can see the patient's heart, the you know, arrhythmia, the breathing, the respiratory rate, all this other medical stuff. And twelve thousand miles away, our doctors can see it and 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 recommend you know, engagement or, or uh, interaction before something goes bad. The, 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 the best value in my mind with regard to what telemedicine is, is typically the ability to, uh, to move much more rapidly. So, for example, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, uh, let's say I get, this is a good example. Uh, this week, my, my wife um, had an allergic reaction to, um, I, don't, I don't even know what something and her so her eyes puffed up and whatever else and so i was like oh hey no problem like we'll put you on with john our chief medical officer so 30 seconds later you know she's on uh telemedicine visit with uh with our chief medical officer and uh it's like okay you need x y and z this is what this looks like uh it's taken care of it's called in and i pick it up at cbs you know on their way home and 90 minutes later she's happy that's, that's why telemedicine is valuable because it's speed and convenience. So whereas if I would have wanted to do, or she would have wanted to go in, she would have either had like one of three options, make an appointment, which maybe there's an appointment available this week. I don't know. But when a patient gets sick, they need to see a doctor that day. They don't need to see a doctor, you know, a month from now. Uh, the second thing that, that could have happened, she could have gone to the ER, but her walking into the ER, and we have health insurance, um, and, and her walking into the ER would have cost us $1,000 just just to walk into the ER. Um, I mean, just that's just the way it is. Um, and then the last one is urgent care. And urgent care is kind of supposed to be a stopgap, but I'm not super, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bagging urgent care or whatever else. It's great if you need it, especially I've got young kids, you know, at a four-year-old and seven-year-old. So we've certainly been to the urgent care, even though we have a telemedicine platform and everything else, because sometimes there are just things that you just need to go go see but so what i will say is the reasons for telehealth are very simple it's cost effective super fast and it covers like 90 percent of what you need now like if you call me up and you're like bleeding from the head it's like spurting blood and stuff i'm gonna be like man i, like, I, 
I'm not even going to put you on the phone with the doctor. You need to go to the hospital, bro. Like, I mean, like you've got to stop that because as the surgeon would say, all bleeding stops sooner or later. Yeah, eventually your heart stops. <laughs> you know what blows my mind? Like, yeah, and we're all vets, so you guys have your relationships with the VA, I'm sure. How is it that the VA has managed to offer the world's crappiest telehealth? Like, their telehealth, you still need to, you need to wait weeks to get a telehealth appointment. And I'm like... You just, you just like, you literally just... Uh, like it's it's almost like I was walking to a minefield and just stepped on the wrong one because when you said that as soon as you said VA home telehealth oh wow that's just like you want to talk about like PTSD man so I've done four wars and like I don't have any like traumatic experiences like I have with the VA trying to discuss their billion dollar home telehealth contract with them um, they so here's real quick I'll, I'll give you. 30 seconds. I'm going to try and keep this to 30 seconds because this could take five hours. So 30 seconds. <clears throat> the VA awarded a home telehealth contract about four years ago worth a billion dollars to four different companies. Each company was awarded a $250 million contract, three of which were small companies like service disabled, whatever else. Okay, great. Good on you. And then the last one was Medtronic, which is one of the big boys. And Medtronic is the big boy now. Um, I mean, it's like, it's up there with like the Northrop Grumman's and the rest of the military industrial, it's a big deal. So, <clears throat> but they, they award this contract and then none of the small three companies that they awarded it to could perform or were authorized to perform under the contract. So even though they award you the contract, they're not going to really cut you what they call a task order. Task orders are where the money goes. That's where the money flows. So the only task orders that they gave was to the one company, Medtronic, big boy. And so our whole take, and I went up to D.C. at lobbyists working on this. I, I met with, what was it, the uh, Veterans Affairs Committee and or subcommittee, whatever it is. Um, and I met with congressmen and senators. And, you know, we were having this discussion. And long story short, the VA is not going to do anything. In fact, uh, we even briefed uh, Secretary Schulke, the head of the VA, on this very issue. And, um, and there was nothing to be done. So in essence, they, <laughs> it's very brilliant the way that they do it. It's an old boys club. So they gave a billion dollar contract to one company that uh, it's already a multi-billion dollar multinational conglomerate company anyway. So there you go. And they refused to recompete it or even consider like, so for example, I'm an 80% service disabled veteran who had seen over at Hunter Holmes here in uh, Richmond, Virginia. And that's where this whole thing is based out of. And the lady that runs that contract, when I say that whole thing, I mean, this billion-dollar contract is is is, is um, overseen and operated from here at Richmond and Hunter Homes McGuire. And I, it took me a while to find her office, but once I found the lady's office that runs the whole program, uh, and I was knocking on her door and I came back day after day, and she was never there. And so I asked, like, her wow, office. That, that's like using the My Healthy Vet portal. You send a message day after day, and it never gets read. So strange. So, uh, so I, I asked the office next door, said uh, where where she was when she was um, looking. You know, when they expected her back, and they said that they had not seen this person in the office for over a year. 
And I was like, well, that's that's probably why the VA is not interested in recompeting this contract, right? Because <laughs> she just doesn't even show up. And this was before COVID, by the way. This was before wow. COVID. Holy that's the smokes. Yeah, so I'm sure once COVID happened, I mean, heavens, I can't come into the office. I mean, I could, I could infect everybody with a... COVID I lucked was- out. I've actually lucked out with the VA. I, I don't know why. I'm in California, and it seems like everything's completely crashing down around me. But um, that's the only that's thing the that trade I trade off. Oh, yeah, exactly. If you, the trade off. If you go to is, Hellhole, California, you can get a decent VA doc. Exactly, and listen to kids screaming in the background as I unmute myself. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, um, but the thing is, uh, it's all getting sent out and out in the town. So it's not actually, it's just the VA paying the bill. It's what TRICARE or whatever it is. Um, So now that I have my therapist of which is a civilian therapist, doesn't work with the VA at all, other than the fact that she's willing to take the rates that they're paying. um, It it works out really well for me. However, it did take me a year. Oh, actually over a year was like 14 months. And I had one therapist that I lost because the VA couldn't get her certified. She puts all the paperwork in, all this other stuff. Everything's great. Oh, we couldn't get you certified enough. So now you can't be a therapist for the VA. It took me a year to get the replacement. Meanwhile, I'm a disabled veteran, you know, like you guys. I, we, we, so we got 80, me, 90, and Joe, you're 100, correct? Mm-hmm. D- in desperate need of, you know, medical assistance. That that's not happening, and it's all because of the inefficiency of the of the VA. So there, you know, if you want to talk yeah, about I, you know, nationalized healthcare, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I pay for stuff out of pocket often just because of how burdensome it is, and and just like Adam said, it it's like worse for my health to try and get on this freaking portal and leave these doctors messages or whatnot. It, there's no getting through to them. And then a lot of them are intensely stupid. I, I've i always had, you know, ever... I I wanted to do, like, the warrior nonsense and break my body and do the competitions and this school and that school. Uh, so, like, my arches collapse in both feet. And I go see one of these dumb army docs, and she writes down... Um, she looks at me. I'm, I'm sitting down, like, my, my feet are dangling. Uh, she says, oh, you have high arches. And she goes to write that down. And I said, no, ma'am. I said, no, no, I don't. I don't have arches at all. My feet are flat as a pancake and the arches have collapsed. She said, I'm looking at your feet right now. And she was like, oh, I'm a whatever certified. And I'm like, you can't examine feet while they're up off the ground. Like they have to be on the ground. And I was just like, I just walked out. I was like, bump this. I don't know where this lady got her medical. Well, I do know she got it from the army. But like, are are you kidding? You can watch a YouTube video on assessing, you know, plantar fasciitis or different running injuries, marching injuries, whatever. You can watch a YouTube video and do a better diagnostic exam than this army doc did. And I put on my, my blouse and walked out. And I had to reschedule the whole thing. Because what, what is she going to get me? Some high arch? Uh, I don't know. Is that like the opposite of an insert? I don't even know. Man, I, I wish I could get her on here. That would be a good interview. 
She might. No, I can't say that. Oh, man, man. I almost said something bad. Goodness gracious. I almost made a Kamala Harris joke there. <laughs> oh, good night. Uh, so one of the things I wanted to bring up, because I know, Adam, you, you speak about this often. Thing Tension is rising. Things are kind of bubbling up. And when we have rhetoric like Joe Biden's thrown out there, um, you know, with his freaking Independence Hall speech, and then other things too. It's it's not just that, but it's at this point it's years worth of statement. We're starting to see, like we predicted a long, long time ago. You know, is it okay to steal an election if it's if you're uh, fighting against a Nazi? Sure. Is it okay to uh, punch a Nazi or whatever? Sure. Everyone will say yeah. But this othering is bubbling up to a point. You know, this uh, this guy. Oh, my screen's not even shared. Uh, this North Dakota guy is accused of, he literally did it. The kid's on the phone with his mom saying that he's being chased by this guy. Um, but this guy, this grown man here, ran down and crushed this 18-year-old kid with his car because his mom was like a prominent Republican in the community. So the othering has risen to the level where 41-year-old adults have such intense derange, like conservative Trump, Republican, whatever derangement syndrome that he targeted this kid, chases him down and kills him with his car. And he's, he's going to try and plead not guilty, which is literally insane. Like literally insane. We have that right, I guess. You know, it's, it's, it's funny. Um, this whole uh, like MAGA evil, you know, ultra MAGA thing that I was just, I brought this up with Drew yesterday, um, uh, Bill Maher, you know, it, it's, it, Bill Maher is saying a lot of stuff that I think I feel personally is pandering to the right. It's almost like the only thing this guy's good at doing is staying, you know, in front of the camera and not getting canceled. Um, His knee pads are very worn in. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and on that's top what of you that, wanted to say. He's good at. I get pretty it. much, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> on top of that, I know six months from now, when it's okay to you know be back on the left again, I, I can totally see that guy going right back to you know smashing the right. Uh, I don't know, man. This it's the media more than anything that's just killing me right now. It's because we don't have a media. We don't have a media. It's, it's a big so propaganda machine. It is. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, um. I mean, it's and, and I don't want to sit there and and because you know I I'll watch Fox. I'll watch CNN. I'll watch everybody. I'll listen to every, what everybody's saying and try to formulate my own opinion. Uh, but it's just um, you only have one or maybe two you know uh, outlets. Uh, well, especially on just regular TV where you can actually hear the other side of the story, which is, you know, not completely left. Uh, it just, where's the trust? You know, it's the same thing with, you know, uh, medicine and all this other stuff. Everything's so political now that you, you don't know who the hell to trust anymore. Um, you don't know, you know, Dr. Drew himself is getting canceled for saying words like ivermectin. I hope I'm not trying, you know, I'm trying to get you canceled right now on, on YouTube or kicked out. <laughs> 
back out, but you can't know, even say the word. Lacks content. <laughs> we literally, we were like, yeah, we, we're like saying the I word. And uh, Doctor, okay, the reason why uh, people call Doctor Zelenko Doctor Z Dog, I actually made up the the nickname for him because every time we said Zelenko, we would kick, you know, banned. get kicked off of YouTube. Yeah, banned. And it's like, what the hell is going on here, guys? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's interesting too. It's um, we. So regarding ivermectin, this has got to be one of the more interesting case studies over time that's going to come out. Because remember when this first started, uh, to us it was pretty obvious that something was spoiled in the milk and that this whole thing was rotten to the core. And so we were like, well, we're not going to play that game. And one of the things we so the silver lining in all of this to, to us was that the leopards started to show their spots. Um, and, you know, they... The left always tries to, to brand everything as racism and misogyny, and so there's like some special class that's like downtrodden. That and it doesn't matter what it is. Like you will never be special enough. Like you can be, like you can be like so gay. You can be like turbo gay, like the ultra gayest of gays. Like like <laughs> no one has ever been gayer than me. Like so gay, and. And you can be everything else. And at the end of the day, too, you're still going to get canceled when when the guns turn on you. And that's what they don't understand is the concept that the guns will turn on you at some point. When you start playing identity politics, and this goes back to, I mean, not to put too serious of a point on it, but it's like the whole MLK thing when he talks about, you know, the content of the character over the color of the skin. And that's 100% the truth. And anybody that's served in the service understands this concept kind of through and through because it's like you can be an actor. Um, an a-hole. I'm sorry. I don't know if we're allowed to let it rip. So you can be a, you can be a jerk. Um, you know uh, the thing in. they'll they'll flag is ultra gay or turbo gay. That'll be the thing they'll flag. <laughs> no, but, but it's important. Like I wanted people to understand how how gay I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> so gay. Like it's not even just like a little bit gay, but I mean like so, 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 so gay. Right? Are we talking like United States Navy gay or Space yeah, Force it's, gay? It's as gay as the Navy. No, maybe even the Space Force. That's the Guardians of-, of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, do do you get do you get sign language? Would you get flagged for that? <laughs> so, <laughs> mine. <laughs> Publish this. Wait, are I live streaming? I'm in such trouble. It's live. (laughs) Yeah, no take backs. We play for keeps. We trouble. So, uh, um, (laughs) I can't even know where I was going with this. Okay, so Turbo Gay. Yeah, if you're playing identity politics, it's you're never going to win. And so, what we started when this whole thing uh, transpired, we were like, okay, well. We don't we don't buy the nonsense of like that this shot is gonna be okay. So let's just start with that. But maybe it is, right? So so let's let's take a look. Let's actually do some research and talk to some people. And it, it did not appear to be okay when they were gonna make me wait 75 years to find out what was in it. It did not appear to be okay when check this out. You guys won't see this. You've probably never seen one of these before. You know what this is? Anybody? 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 Intentionally blank. Was that like a signature block? No. Nah. Have you ever seen this? This is what comes. In. This is the disclosure form that you get inside of the coronavirus vaccine. 
Oh man, intentionally blank. Wait, I'm not Holy even done. Crap. Baby. This. Oh my gosh. By the way, also for any of your viewers, uh, hold on. Let's see the QR code. But for any of your viewers, I challenge anyone to make that QR code work because it doesn't. We certainly never got it to work. Hey, anyway, I mean, at least they're being transparent, you know? Well, that's the best part. So, I mean, I only have to wait 75 years to find out what's in it. And I'm not great at math, but I'm almost 50 years old. And so if I add 75 to 50, I get um, dead. So, no, so. man, you got to freeze yourself. You yeah, know, Walt well, Disney. Yeah, you can I come back. Good. You can come back when there's turbo monkeypox. I, I hear there's a vaccine out there that's supposed to make you live a lot longer. Oh, wait a minute. No, I'm sorry. It was the I, I never <laughs> other way around, buddy. So, <laughs> so now because when we when we have conversations with other companies that we're potentially going to do business with or partner with or whatever else, um, I I pretty oh, much will William I, Tell, I, he clocked it. He he got it right. Package from the Walmart package. refused to provide one for me. They called security and ran me out. <laughs> Holy <laughs> smokes. What are you? What are you asking questions? Who are you? A Fed? No, the Feds would be fine with this. Let's raid wow. William Tell right now because clearly this man is asking questions. Questions are not allowed. <laughs> the only thing that would have made that big blank page better is if it was one just solid redaction just it's, one yeah. solid piece of black <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like all the lines were there but they were all redacted except for like and or if <laughs> that would be awesome so oh man dave saying uh dave saying you know jersey the armpit of america where they don't have uh medical autonomy at all uh, he was saying he was able to get that vitamin I, which is not ibuprofen for you vets out there. Uh, he was able to get that vitamin I through Push Health website, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, yeah. But big fan of uh, online uh, medicine for that reason. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm one of those guys, again, not a prepper, but maybe prepper light. And there are a lot of things that you can get should the supply chain fall apart and you get basic infections, you know, that could do you in. The runs could do you in. I feel like I need to provide you like a proper safety brief right now prior to the weekend. Private. <laughs> oh, so, man. Safety you know, brief. Like now. Three, three cans of Chef Boyardee is not a prepper. Okay? Like, yeah. Gonna have to, you are going to have to step up your game. Do you understand? Well, I just say that so none of my neighbors try and rate. We got guns, gold, gasoline, probably like months and months of food. Well, there yeah, goes that. your big secret. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It, it's a secret. Like I'm from New York is a secret. Like the internet knows. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, I mean, I, I think that's fantastic. That's it. It, it. And it really is. This is the world that we live in. So it's, what we do is when we get on the phone. So, for example, our IT company that we use now, um, I mean, literally, I can I guarantee you, I can see somebody who's laughing about this right now because she knows the conversation that's had. And I said, put, put me on the CEO. Put, put me on the phone with the CEO of this company that, that wants to, to be our IT company because there's no way, there's no way that I'm going to give, like, some external, woke, stupid, retard company, like, 
like access to all of our internal stuff. And so I got on the phone with him and I was just like, and basically, Hey, uh, I'm, I'm to the right of Genghis Khan. I love MAGA and Trump. Uh, and if you have a problem with that, you need to hang up. <laughs> and I was like, are you an a-hole? And he was like, no, 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 no. He was like, he's like, if you think you're to the right of Genghis Khan, I'm to the right of him. And I was like, all right, cool. He's like, so, so we just become like best friends. He was like, yeah, I think so. And that's, but, but that's the silver lining in this whole thing. So the leopards have shown their spots. We know that it's all, it's all theater. And, you know, these people, like the, the best part about all of this, at the end of the day, we have the ultimate trump card, and that is the Constitution. Because there is no higher law in the land than the Supreme Law, which is the Constitution, as upheld in the Supreme Court in 1803 by Marbury versus Madison. Game over. So, you know what? The rest of it, can you hear this? Would you like me to turn it up? That's it. And this is my country. I fought for it. I'm going to keep fighting for it. It's funny. You had, um, in the, in the green room, Adam clocked the Washington crossing the Delaware here. And it's like, again, not calling for violence. I always have to make this stupid. Everything's gotten so stupid that we have to say this, not calling for violence, just stating basic facts. You could open a book, a history book, basic facts. There's people that say, oh, violence is off the table. Uh, you're a child. Please go home and let the adult speak. Violence is always on the table. Violence is the only thing that has been consistent throughout all of humankind. Not freedom, not safety, not peace. It's been violence. The first murder was a brother owning his own brother because he was jealous. Okay, we've started wars because a guy was trying to get in this other dude's wife's pants. It really but, is interesting that the Bible's like that is in chapter one, basically. Yeah. It's certainly in book one. And I'm not I'm not sure if in Genesis that is chapter one, but it's like it's like God, you know, did this thing for six days, then he chilled out for like a seventh day, and then all of a sudden Cain killed Abel. You're like, what? No, I think Cain and Abel like, is chapter one, maybe chapter two at the most. He's, he's like, he's like, wait a second. He's like, I gave him one rule. They screwed that up. He was like, what the hell? He's like, you're out. He's like, not only that, a woman did it. <laughs> and then men were like, what? She did it. And then he's like, look at this. You now we have internal family strife. And you guys have kids. Bam, one of them's dead. What? Yeah. That's like, and that's like day one of the world, right? Like that's, yeah. that's like, and then, and then, and then somewhere down the line, you dribbled out. And here you are. <laughs> that's that's a classic how it started, how it's going meme. Like Moses it, goes it, up the mountain and talk to God, comes back down, and already they're worshiping a false idol. Like, are you it, serious? Like, oh, we have two kids. Oh, one uh one killed the other one. We're, you we're know, down the one. Commandments, right? When when Moses first started trekking down the mountain, God had given him 15 commandments. He dropped one of the tablets and it broke. And he was like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he's like, I give you these 15, 10 commandments. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to say, but uh, something like 
Twitter only allowed a certain character count, so they had to drop right. five. 150 commandments. <laughs> Ten. Ten commandments. <laughs> What's so funny? I keep muting myself because I got the mowers and the blowers going back and forth. <laughs> well, 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 that's you right, maybe. <laughs> mowers and blowers. Is that what you guys are calling them these days? Is it... I thought you guys, you guys got a new thing with pronouns going on, don't you? Maybe. Like. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's. I go by. Semen. Yes. <laughs> semen. Oh, oh my goodness. Fireman. Semen. Oh, they are. Joe, the appropriate terminology for any semen is semen. I'm sorry, any any person, any person that is yeah. any, any sailor. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm going to have a lot of sailors getting mad at me. Um, so you should. I'm a fireman. I started off as a fireman. So semen comes out of a fireman's house. <laughs> wow. By the way, for, for all of you Navy people that are out there, I'm, um, we love you. We... Anytime we got to go to war, you give us a ride. It's awesome. Yeah, I've seen that movie too. <laughs> hey, my, the reason my hat's off to the Navy is my mentor is a retired Navy uh, guy and my ex-girlfriend's mom, who I, I, I was really close to her mom. Uh, not, not in a weird like Epstein way. But anyway, uh, she was single mom, Navy chief and whatnot. The Navy deploys 24-7, 365 wartime peacetime. So that, that's pretty legit. That's pretty respectable. They're not really doing anything. It's just boats and hose kind of deal. But whatever, you know, they're, they're away from their family. And straight up, you know. what you want me to do, man? It's chilling. Come on, dude. Like, yeah, we're out all the time. But when I learned, I'm like, these uniforms are clean. Like, a lot of these sailors are, like, fit. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll be in the Navy. I, I'm yeah. raised in Virginia Beach. It's a big Navy town. Actually, it's everything. You got Army. You got Navy. You got Air Force. You got everything there. And I'm like, yeah, man, maybe I'll be in the freaking Navy. And uh, is that big big Navy gals over there? Yeah, you got, you got fans watching your show. You're, there we go. There we go. Oh, you're the two people watching the show. Thanks. <laughs> they're, losing, they're losing it on the back end. So... And uh, most of the friends, see, they're used to me. This and the cackling begins in earnest. Oh, that's funny. That's what you need, Joe. Man, you need a posse of women, like like cat collars in the background, right there. Like, like, Dude, that is not what I need. See, now you got me in trouble with the wife. Uh, this is this is nuts. Right here, buddy. I'm, I'm, right here. I, I look at the SEO for the show, right? I'm always, I'm always in trouble though, so. I look at the here. Let me Google and make sure this is. I don't even use Google, but let me Google and make sure this is still right. Why? Boom. And yep, damn, it's still, it's still this darn thing still is not right. right. So, uh, hmm. And just so the ladies know, I am single. Just, you know, <laughs> just throwing that out there. Just hey, FYI, Casey is single. Just, just letting you know. They're married, sadly. <sighs> But, wow. Well, let me know if you guys want to get a divorce. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Gateway, holy smokes. Gateway Pundit just got axed on Twitter. Really? Like just now. Yeah. Took him long enough. Smokes. I got axed two years ago on Twitter, and I didn't even tweet. Check this out. Trump, uh, when he was president, 
still, well, he's still, he has me, no, whatever. Anyway, okay, when he was still sitting in, in the seat, um, he tweeted out a clip of me on OAN, and that was enough to get me canceled off Twitter for life, banned for life. And I can't even, they wouldn't even let me delete my account. Really annoying. Adam so, is the best. He's the best CEO <laughs> ever, ever. Remote health solutions. It's going to be huge game changer. We've we've got the best you're, IT guys on you're, it. You're you're a great boss. You're a great boss. Probably the best ever. Believe me. Helps <laughs> bosses like I do. Oh man. So this is no joke. Yeah, I I'm like, all right, I'm leaving until I'm I'm leaving the secrecy of government hibernation, whatever. I'm gonna start this podcast. I guess I'm gonna try and build some kind of public profile. I got to get on social media. Not kidding. I have this strange effect on. I call them moths, middle-aged white women, middle-aged white women. Those girls over there, they're not gonna tell you this, Adam, but they're just attracted to me. It's something like in the pheromones or DNA. I don't know. It goes through the internet and no bullcrap. So I'm tracking the SEO, trying to get backlinks going. They're blushing right now. They're yeah, because they've, they've already Googled what I'm about to say right now. So I'm tracking backlinks and trying to work on my SEO strategy and learn all this, learn all this nerd bullcrap for a website. The number one thing searched for Joe Mobley. It's just Joe Mobley. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, and now I'm that Joe Mobley on the internet. Uh, you would think that my show or something like that would be the second no. most like, no, is no. Joe Mobley married? immediately followed by Joe Mobley's wife. And so when you Google search Joe Mobley's wife, thank goodness, the first picture is actually me and my wife. Like, yeah, we're, we're doing pretty good. We're, we're doing pretty good. Unfortunately, what used to be like the most prominent picture is me and this chick who's not my wife. <laughs> and she's like, hey, hey, babe, do some SEO on that shit. It's just like, can I Who get is that? Who is can, that? Can I get that move down? Like, can I get that move? Wait, which one did I click on last? Can I get that move down in I the like SEO? The second, I like the uh, go back. I like the second row middle picture the best. Yeah. This one, yeah. Do you look <laughs> oh. awesome there? Yeah, you look, you I, look amazing. I'm glad that that's not my wife. Is that before oh, like, your first cool picture? Why is this on here? Who is? Why is there this picture of my kids on here? We're doing it live, guys. D tells stories. Oh, the other you. Okay, well, let's get out of there. Anyway, I was on that podcast. Really interesting. That was uh, the other you. It's a great podcast. I uh, told my my suicide story. Obviously, I did not commit suicide. Otherwise, this would be a very strange encounter. Uh, but man, talk about an awesome pot. What so? What D over at the other U does is he is a he's a writer, a fiction writer, and he interviews people. He gets you on the phone, talks to you, and he wants to know two or three decision points in your life where you had to make a decision. You could have gone this way or that way. I, I chose between uh, Air Force and Army, or you know, the decision to, to get out or keep tracking, or the decision to drop out of school, whatever. Um, and he he does this research about like the area and tries to get into what it was like to be you at this point in time in this area of the country. And he writes an alternate ending and like brings you on for an interview and he reads the story with the alternate ending. Uh, and for me, he chose, uh, he chose the time that I contemplated suicide uh, at Liberty University. And he wrote an alternate ending to it, uh, which is really nuts. Like I, I was there 
And it's just, when he does these readings, it's just like breathtaking. I was like on the edge of my seat, like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to me in, in this story, the other you? Uh, but yeah, uh, I totally forgot about that. Dude, it's like you're telling like this kind of funny, happy story, but at the same time, like, oh yeah, and I was contemplating suicide. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, dude, first of all, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it's like talking to people. Well, you know, and then that's the thing is I've had I've had two attempts. I mean, maybe we can circle back to the whole like telemedicine thing. You know, I mean, I have actually felt suicidal. Um, last December, actually, I was suicidal, and it was telemedicine. That's what I turned to in order to be able to have somebody on the horn. In it wasn't in my face, but it was in my face enough to where you know I could actually reach out and talk to somebody about not feeling real well. And that wasn't something that I could make an appointment for. So, you know, it's 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 interesting that, you know, Adam brings up this whole, you know, yeah, when sometimes you need a doctor right now. You can't wait for the ambulance. You can't do any of that kind of stuff. You need it right now. Since we're talking about this, I, I know it was huge news when the human trafficking hotline did this and accepted text. Uh, the suicide hotline actually accepts text now, which is awesome. And it's 988. You don't have to dial up the whole thing. It used to be like 377, 80, whatever. It's just 988 now. You can just dial 988. You can text 988. You can probably like smoke signal it. I don't know if that'll work. Uh, yeah, but if you're out there listening to the show and you're dealing with a suicide or uh, suicidal tendencies or crises, Give them a call. It's a great service. It really is. And the weird thing is, not weird thing, it, it's it's almost like it's stigmatized. You know, we've all been there. So it's, it's for me, the hardest thing was just actually admitting that I needed to talk to somebody in the first place. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I do know what you mean, actually. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm mental serious. health is like a real thing. Go ahead, Adam. Well, I have a theory on this, and it may be wrong, but uh, <clears throat> men contemplate suicide when purpose is gone. Mm. So, um, yeah, you know, I was at the end of my rope. I, I uh, like, I have no value left to give. I have nothing. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. Starting, yeah. That's what I was doing. I was just like, what, what am I doing? Why am I here? What's right, the point? Stupid. All, yeah. Stupid. Yeah. 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 Oh, sorry, Facebook or whatever this is. Going on. <laughs> We're, this show is so bipolar. <laughs> it really is. It really is. But want, that's the show, and that's dark and shit. It's like it's yeah. just, the girls in Adam's office don't know how to feel now. This is your goat. I'm just holding the horns. Oh gosh! Sorry, that's an Afghan reference. My bad. <laughs> this is so. This episode is so military. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's yeah. It's you know. That's I'm sure we're gonna get some love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, love. Cut from it. Just, 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 <laughs> well, like it. Like it always does, an hour has been consumed in no time, and uh, Casey and I fast over here, so I mine's like real fast, though. He's on the West Coast. It's like, what? what is it, like middle of the morning over there? It's 11.14 in the a.m. in wow, that's Santa good. Barbara, that's California. That's a good radio voice. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>
Gotta be silky smooth. That's right. <laughs> Casey, Casey, go, Casey Gates never hates, only celebrates. Sorry, Joseph. I always try to take over the microphone. Oh man, Bill Tellen here, dropping, dropping them bomb questions. How do military men get the idea that suicide is honorable in certain cases? It's that's an Asian thing. That's an Asian thing. <laughs> Sun Tzu. Yes. You talking about Carrie? You talking about the uh, the whole uh, like I'm gonna commit uh, yeah sipaku. Yeah, I'm bro, those samurai like that's that's next level stuff, right? Yeah, definitely read Sun Tzu, but what's his name? Haya Kamori or whatever his name is. That guy is hard freaking core, like Asian philosopher slash warrior guru, whatever. That guy is hardcore. Like that Mulan, like, you'll bring dishonor to your family. And I, like that stuff is serious <laughs> over there. It is nuts. It really, <laughs> yeah, this is getting kicked off YouTube. Do that again. Do that again. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, come on. Like these dudes, like the old Kung Fu, like break your own neck stuff is not real. But like the type of person that is like, I've done, so I've failed in some way. Mission, no fail mission. And I, failed so i'm gonna like swallow the cyanide pill slit my own throat these guys would do like i was gonna jump off a bridge that's like you know that's not a courageous way to do it but these i don't want to say these Asians. this is i'm gonna come out like the most racist person in the world they're gonna be like we knew it uh yeah but it's you know i mean if you could have just gone to airborne school <laughs> so that's what we always talked about like dude everything's going to kill you you might as well just pick something you know, just pick something fun fun on the way down Whee! yeah you're you're not going to make it out alive <laughs> yeah it's not nobody does unfortunately yeah so Japanese suicide missions oh man oh man yeah that's a whole nother thing yeah. So we're going to do this again sometime. Apparently, you guys have to eat. Because apparently, they raise quitters on the West Coast. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. <laughs> okay. No, don't let me stop you. <laughs> you, might, you might be out of ketosis or something before I could stop you. My ketone levels are just all over the place, okay? You just don't understand, okay? Oh, it's man. Casey, terrible. do you do keto for real? Oh my god, dude! Oh, actually, dude, I'm doing the 100 percent beef diet. I'm doing the Jordan Peterson diet, dude. Oh yeah, carnivore diet. I can. Whatever the next thing is, I'm totally supporting that. I'm totally. Oh, dude, yeah. Whatever it is. You Since I'm already, I haven't eaten five days. I've never felt better. You should try it, bro. Since I'm already in trouble with the wife, I might as well. This is like the kid that stays out too late. He's like, I'm gonna. I'm already late. I'll stay until 1 a.m. My wife tried keto once for like a day, maybe two. And I never got close enough to people that did keto to realize how terrible their breath smells. Like keto breath, there's the keto flu. I don't even crap about that. I don't feel that. They feel that. But keto breath, it's like this weird, it's almost like chemo. Like a chemo patient. It sucks. It's so bad. I'm, I'm glad that she did not stick with keto. Joe, Come dude, on. have you smelled it? Have you smelled keto breath? <laughs> I like keto breath. Oh it. man! Yeah. Oh, I, got, like I get. I, well, I buy the keto breath chips, dude. They're the best. 
It's oh a my gosh. All right. Well, <laughs> oh no, something's happening. We lost Casey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I came back. Oh man. All right. Guys. I'm used to it. <laughs> All right. Well, you boys enjoy your day and uh, try and be as unproductive as you've been for the last hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. That's the show. Guys, go over to RH. RHS, yeah, RHSUSA.com, Remote Health Systems, Remote Health Systems. I can't talk at all. It's your freaking company. Remote Health Solutions. There we go. We have real doctors. They're amazing. Come see us. <laughs> real doctors. They'll actually do medicine and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, this interview is not a reflection on, on the company at all. I am not a medical professional. <laughs> My views do not actually, they literally do express the views. Well, of- careful, careful with that accent. You kind of sounded like, and I did not have sex with that woman. Uh, no, that's it, just depends on how you define the definition of is. Is what the definition of is. I just realized, and this is the last thing I'll say, and we'll go. I just found out the other day, and this will kind of dox myself a little bit because my my birthday that the internet says it's not my real birthday, but I just found out the other day that my birthday is an anniversary of that actual statement when he uh, when he had that presser and said he did not have sexual relations with that woman, and he obviously did. That was on my birthday. It was like ten years old. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, happy birthday to me. Uh celebrate. Clinton's <laughs> denying uh White House uh, services rendered. All right. Adam, thanks for being on the show. I I knew this was going to be a good time because something about the internet did not want this to happen. <laughs> yeah, uh we will catch you guys in the next one. Like all the things, subscribe to all the things. The links are right here. Don't be lazy. Like the link is literally underneath our talking heads. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. That's all we got. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.